0: This is Exposure on Impact 89 FM, WDBL East Lansing, the show that lets you know about everything that goes on at the MSU campus that you otherwise might not know about. Tune in every Sunday at 9 a.m. We're your hosts, Megan Stamp and Tessa Crush. Welcome to Exposure. Hello, hello, and welcome to Exposure. This episode marks the first episode of Season 14. I'm your host, Tessa Crush. In light of September being Hunger Action Month, today we're going to be talking about something that a lot of MSU students and community members face, food insecurity. Joining us are the co-founders and co-presidents of the student organization, the Spartan Food Security Council. Welcome to Exposure, guys. Hi, thanks for
1: having us. Of
0: course. Before we get into what Spartan Food Security Council is and what you guys do, could you guys introduce yourselves?
2: Yeah, I can go first. My name is Aditi Kulkarni. I'm a senior at MSU studying comparative cultures and politics, and this is my co-founder, co And
1: friend, Spencer. <laughs> my name is Spencer Good. I am a senior at Michigan State. I study political theory and social policy. Go green.
0: Go white. I understand that food security is such a prevalent issue in our community. I saw a statistic that two out of five students at MSU face some level of food insecurity. Could you guys start by describing what food insecurity is and what makes it different from hunger?
1: It's an important distinction and not obvious to everyone. Uh, Hunger is just the need for food. Food insecurity encompasses diet and nutrition, So not just are you eating, but are the foods that you're consuming supporting an active and healthy lifestyle? And then at the college level, food insecurity in many ways takes on an entirely different meaning. Uh, There's divisions between where students live. For example, if you're an off-campus student, food insecurity might look like not being able to get to and from the grocery store if you don't have a vehicle, for example.
2: Yeah, and kind of going off of that, I mean, food insecurity in itself is such a complex and complicated issue, so not to jump ahead of myself, but that's really, like, at the core of Spartan Food Security Council's mission is addressing all those sort of nuances when it comes to food insecurity, because as Spencer Spencer mentioned, it's not just, you know, not being able to receive food or not being able to receive adequate food. There's so many more levels to that, and that's something we're really trying to address within our own community here in East Lansing.
0: Yeah, So I saw on your website that the mission of the organization is to achieve food security by means of advocacy, education, lobbyism, philanthropy, and research. Could you explain some of the work that you're doing to improve the food security issue?
1: As our organization has grown, we've actually refined our mission. Oh, yeah. So now we focus primarily on advocacy, education, and service. Certainly our work encompasses more than those three tenets, but uh, we want to be champions of campus hunger solutions, and as uh, policy students, Aditi and I believe that uh, working through legislatures uh, as well as other means in government is an effective way to uh, affect lasting change. We realize we're a student organization, and unfortunately sometimes they have shelf lives. So as hopeful as we are that the tradition and legacy of Spartan Food Security Council is going to carry on, We want to make sure our impact carries on, uh, and we are particularly excited about work that we're doing right now in the state legislature surrounding the Hunger-Free Campus Bill.
2: Yeah, and kind of going off of that, I mean, advocacy, education, and service are certainly three big shoes to fill, and I feel like, you know, we could talk forever about the work we've been doing with Hunger-Free Campus Bill on the advocacy side. We've done a lot of you know, educational sort of events uh, here on the MSU campus and a lot of service opportunities uh, throughout the Lansing community area. And I feel like at the end of the day, our mission and our goal, kind of as you mentioned on our website, is really just to feed people. We're trying to address food insecurity on the long-lasting terms through that education, through that advocacy, but we really also want to address that short-term need that people are still going hungry now and that we still want to make sure people are being fed and fed well, you know.
1: One of the service projects we have been working on since last spring is a satellite food pantry at Case Hall designed for James Madison students. Aditi, as part of her senior honors thesis project, conducted research on food insecurity within James Madison College, and we saw a striking trend that students are hungry. Uh, And so we believe that we're best equipped to serve uh, our neighbors here at Michigan State and so that's an expanding project and one that we hope has a, a an impact on students whether or not we see it.
2: Yeah, could you explain the project a little bit? Yeah, so as part of my senior honors thesis for James Madison College, I specifically looked at food insecurity levels on like a national, a statewide and a university level scale and ultimately I conducted surveys within the college. I've held interviews with various students throughout the college, spoke a lot with faculty, staff, and, you know, a lot of the results that I found were just, like, these really striking statistics that JMC students, in one way or another, are facing food insecurity, and like I mentioned, it's not its not necessarily that they just don't have food, because, you know, a lot of on-campus students, for example, have the means to go down to a dining hall right below them, but it's a lot more complicated than that, right? At the end of the day, it's not just, like, we're going hungry, we have no food, but also, we're not getting access to that nutritious, sustainable food for, you know, a proper active diet. And so basically the project and the thesis ultimately reflected that JMC students, to some extent, were going hungry. And our solution to that was to build this sort of satellite food pantry within Case Hall, you know, and have students address that short-term need. I mean, it provides, you know, snacks or, like, healthier substitutions or perhaps, like, Meals that can be non-perishable for students, something that a student can grab discreetly and without that added stigma, um, and just get them a meal for the night. That's really what I wanted to do with my thesis and really just showcase that food insecurity is an issue even amongst your classmates and your peers. And you might not know it, but it's there.
1: We also recognize there's a need outside of James Madison College. Our goal is to link our service mission with our advocacy mission and take the findings from Aditi's research as well as how we perceive students using the resource to inform our advocacy. So that looks like talking to our legislators and saying oh, there's a need. We're fulfilling it, but not in a, a lasting way. We need uh, equitable solutions that are funded properly. This has been an initiative driven by Spartan Food Security Council and James Madison College, who we have been fortunate to partner with.
0: You mentioned the Hunger-Free Campus bill. Can you talk to me a little bit about that?
1: Sure. So. The Hunger-Free Campus Bill is legislation that was drafted by the nation's leading nonprofit in the fight against college hunger, swipe-out hunger, and we have been fortunate over the last year to partner with them to bring that solution to Michigan. So the bill is a means to establish a grant program in the state of Michigan that colleges and universities, including community colleges, can access to increase food uh, on their campus. So, for example, uh, the money that is allocated through the bill can be used to establish a student food bank. In fact, it's a requirement in order to be designated as a hunger-free campus. And so our goal is to take on this issue statewide, because we know it exists here at Michigan State, and we have a suspicion that it exists elsewhere, but it looks different. Thankfully, this legislation is comprehensive and highly configurable, so we're designing it to best support Michigan colleges and universities.
2: You know, our work with Swipe Out Hunger has been going for a little over a year now, and they've been incredible partners to bring this to Michigan with. And, you know, we've hosted things like a lobby day back in April where we actually, us and a bunch of other students from MSU, we went to the state capitol over in Lansing and, you know, spoke with legislators and really just talked about the issue and talked about, you know, at the end of the day, yes, we're trying to push a, a bill and we're trying to enact policy change. But really, this is a human issue. I mean, we really wanted to try to humanize the experience here and like have people share their testimonies and really share their stories, because, you know, it's easy to get all of this language lost on in writing, I feel like. But at the end of the day, it's so important to remember that these are still people who need to be fed and we need to humanize that experience. And that's why it's so important for us to be talking so actively with legislators. And really, like I said, Swipe Out Hunger has been a great partner in trying to facilitate that.
1: Courageous students have mobilized around this cause, and it's because they want to see solutions at their university. For example, at Michigan State, we have the combo exchange program. How wonderful would it be if on-campus students who have an excess every week could then transfer those to off-campus students? That's what we desire here at Michigan State and across Michigan, and so that's why we believe uh, in the Hunger-Free Campus Bill.
0: That would be excellent.
1: It's our expectation and hope that the bill will be introduced at the end of this month. Uh, what a, a fitting way to cap off Hunger Action Month than to introduce anti hunger legislation.
2: Absolutely. I'm
0: curious how you guys got interested in this kind of stuff.
2: So, that's a really funny story. Back in our freshman year, so it must have been like spring of 2021, we. COVID. Took, we took this online class. Um, one of our required medicine courses, and it was focusing on international food insecurity sort of situations. And, you know, particularly, like, from my personal side of things, and I'll let Spencer add his after, I grew up in a very privileged suburban neighborhood. I never really saw food insecurity issues as something that was prevalent in my own life. But, you know, seeing this sort of, you know, divide as I come to this sort of, like, Lansing community area, and I'm seeing these sort of themes of food insecurity that I'm seeing in the class reflected within my own community. And Spencer and I ultimately, you know, talked a lot about the work that we're really passionate about, decided to found the Spartan Food Security Council on this very like, you know, big idea that we're gonna feed everyone. And ultimately, that's still our mission at the end of the day, but it's become so much more refined and so much more, I guess, you know, understandable now. We didn't really understand what the landscape was like then. We didn't really know where to start. But I I feel like in the since we were founded in October 2021, we've accomplished a great deal, and you know we really wanted to make change, and I think we made that happen.
1: Like Aditi said, we weren't on campus our freshman year, but we were able to learn about food insecurity in the global context. Then we took that knowledge with us, came to campus as sophomores, lived in a residence hall, and I think I speak for both of us. We felt food insecurity right away. Even though we are privileged enough not to experience it firsthand, it became apparent. Now, that said, its manifestations are still not inc- entirely clear to us, and that's a large part of our goal is to research and educate the student body here at Michigan State. But it, it's been through the testimony and bravery of our peers uh, telling us their needs um, that has compelled us uh, and helped us as we've sought to end end food insecurity at Michigan State.
2: Yeah, we have an incredible cohort of people that are just so passionate. We're so happy to have them on our team. I mean, I'm just like thinking of like everyone on our team since like we were first founded, like, and just like, we're a really small group, to be honest. But I feel like at the end of the day, we really just want, like everyone on the team is so passionate about this issue. And just really wants to help others and help, you know, raise awareness of this issue. And at the end of the day, that takes really, really far. So, Did you guys know each other
0: prior to college?
1: No. No. But we have bonded incredibly through this cause. Uh, Aditi is one of my closest friends, and that's one of the privileges I have of leading Spartan Food Security Council is that I do it with one of my closest friends. And,
2: you know, I think that's something that we talk about all the time is um, we both have our strengths and we both you do them well. And luckily, I'm really strong in certain aspects that, you know, and he's really strong in certain aspects that I'm not as strong in. And so I think we make a very good team.
0: And what was it like to start this organization? Who is your cohort? What kind of support do you guys get?
2: Well, I mean, honestly, in the beginning, it was just us reaching out to friends and being like, do you want to join this part of Food Security <laughs> Council? And, you know, ultimately, it kind of grew into this something bigger than us. I mean, we've gotten a lot of support and approval from various faculty in James Madison to, you know, just support across campus. And really our cohort looks like just a lot of passionate students who at the end of the day just want to see change happen. And, you know, you don't have to be a James Madison College major. I know we talk a lot about that, but um, we're just speaking from experience because Spencer and I are James Madison College majors. But you don't have to be, you know, a public policy kid to understand the brutality of food insecurity or to understand why food is important and because food everyone needs to eat at the end of the day and so like I feel like you know we're open to everyone from every major every background we want that diverse opinion to really shine through honestly
1: we often say that food touches every part of our lives and it's so true and so, so
2: true it's a human issue
1: yes and so we need the electrical engineering students we need the music majors Uh, There's no student that can't play a part on our team. Like we've said, the living learning community at James Madison College helped us kickstart our mission and our organization. But we're hoping to expand this not only at Michigan State, but across the state. And so there's opportunities for students to get involved, even if it doesn't seem obvious. Uh, Some of our most significant contributors have been uh, unfamiliar with food insecurity, as Aditi and I once were and have come in with a, a posture of uh, learning and have run with the issue. Uh, that all said, an encouragement to uh, potential student organizations in the future, recruit your friends, but also recruit people that aren't your friends. And I say that because now two years later, Spartan Food Security Council is primarily seniors. And so we're, we're worried yeah. about the legacy of the group. Uh, and we want to raise up future leaders, and so that's an encouragement I put out to uh, underclassmen specifically: uh, get involved and see what you can do in your community.
0: Absolutely, like we were talking about, this this impacts a lot of people, not only at MSU but in the community. What advice would you give someone who's facing food insecurity and doesn't and feels hesitant to reach out or ask for help?
1: You're not alone. Unfortunately, stigma surrounds food insecurity, but we want anyone who has experienced it or is experiencing it to know there's no shame. Uh, and also there's a community here at Michigan State at the Spartan Food Security Council ready to rally around you. And we want you to be part of the solution. Your voice is so critical to our work uh, because it it adds insight that we otherwise might not have. Um, and so there's there's options on campus. Michigan State founded the first student food bank in the nation. Yeah. Uh, We have our resource at James Madison College. Also, Lansing is a champion of hunger relief. That said, there's still glaring holes, and it's always a shame to us to see students fall through the cracks. And that's why we were founded and why we continue to work tirelessly for the students at Michigan State.
2: Yeah, and kind of piggybacking off of that, I feel like something that... I just wanted to add on is like that stigma is so prevalent and I completely understand that, but just like Spencer said, you are not alone and that, you know, your voice is meant to be heard and we want to, you know, amplify that voice because at the end of the day um, we don't want to see people having to sacrifice their education just to pay for their groceries. And, you know, we truly believe that, you know, you're here at a, university to study and to get your degree and to do great things at your time here. And if you're worried about paying for rent and for groceries at the same time, it's harder to focus. And so, you know, we're here to listen and we're here to amplify your voice because, you know, at the end of the day, we can't fight, you know, this systematic food insecurity if we don't listen to everyone. And so that's what we're really trying to do here.
1: It it bears repeating. No student should have to choose between their education and their basic needs, of which we believe food is the first. And so we're resolved to make sure that human dignity is recognized, it's seen, and it's fulfilled through those basic needs.
0: Are there any upcoming projects or plans you guys want to highlight?
1: Our advocacy work is in full swing. Yeah. Like I said, at the end of the month, uh, Hunger Free Campus should be uh, on the House floor or in a subcommittee, which is incredibly exciting Still, there's so much work to be done. Uh, we're hoping to train students to carry on this mission. Or I should say carry on this movement uh, in our absence once we graduate. And so next Wednesday, we are hosting student advocacy training specifically related to Hunger Free Campus uh, in partnership with Swipe Out Hunger. Uh, and at the end of the month, we're going to mobilize students and rally at the Capitol and really put our support out in the open we want our legislators we want our neighbors uh, we want our business communities uh, and the list goes on we want them to see that we're serious about this issue and that we demand the change uh that we we know will impact michigan state
2: you know and i want to just add something real quick i know a lot of people um who might listen to this might think like advocacy or public policy isn't something that particularly is you know interesting to them but at the same time um you know, I just want to put it out there that Sperm Food Security Council is not particularly just an advocacy ed- organization. We also do a lot of that sort of educational and service-related work. And so even if you are a little hesitant to dip your feet in the waters with adv- advocacy, I highly recommend, you know, still learning more about, like, what those educational opportunities might look like or what those service opportunities might look like because they're still a great way to, you know, work with your community on an issue that really means a lot.
1: Hmm. To borrow a catchphrase, uh we say often, if you want it, bring it. If you have an idea on how to address food insecurity, whether it be here at Michigan State or in Lansing or beyond, we want to support you as you carry out that vision. And as Aditi said, there's a number of ways you can do that. Uh, We pride ourselves as a service organization. Uh, We want to be the champion of the change we desire to see.
0: I want to know what it's like to be a part of this Spartan Food Security Council. What what does a week look like for you guys?
1: Well, for us, it's hectic. For everybody else, it's a lot of fun. Okay. And it's fun for us, too, Mm -hmm. just in a different way. Uh, A lot of work goes on behind the scenes, and Aditi and I are actually trying to move away from that. We want to be better uh, delegators. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like I said before, we want students, and particularly student leaders, to be uplifted and to take reign of this movement. Uh, But our meetings tend to derail quickly. Mm -hmm. I suppose I'm the the culprit of that. Uh,
2: (laughs) But I feel like, yeah, we definitely focus a lot on, like, how do we bring people into, like, our meetings and still feel like – and, you know, feel like they have a voice, feel like they have work that they, you know, want to do. And we just want to have fun at the same time. I feel like at the end of the day, um, you know, we meet Wednesdays, 6 p.m. in Case Hall, and, you know – we have our members come and, you know, anyone that even if they aren't haven't been to an SFC meeting yet, we invite everyone to join. And, and, you know, every week we try to talk about, like, something related to the work we're doing on the advocacy front or, like, a new education event that we're hosting or something of that vein. And we just really want to try to bring people's opinions in all the time. We want to hear everyone before we make a decision. So I'd say we do a lot of fun stuff, have a lot of fun conversations. But at the end of the day, we get our work done.
1: Baking banana bread is a favorite pastime of the Spartan Food Security Council.
2: (laughs) Yes, that is very true.
1: Also, as much as we are serious about food insecurity, we're also very serious about food. So we love love a good potluck.
0: Oh, that sounds so fun.
1: I can't say with all honesty that we eat the healthiest when we bring in (laughs) foods, but everything (laughs) in moderation. Am I right?
0: Absolutely. As long as people are getting the nutrition that they need in other times. Oh, yeah.
1: Not at 6 p.m. on a Wednesday night. Not at no. 6
0: p.m. So, I mean, you mentioned that you guys have a lot of fun. What would you say your favorite memories pertaining to the organization?
2: I feel like for me, it was actually that time when we finally built the pantry at James Madison, and it was just me and Spencer uh, stocking up the pantry and Honestly, just seeing it filled and seeing all that work that we put into it, just kind of be reflected right there in that little pantry of ours. And it just made me so happy that like, wow, like it was the first moment I had realized that we're actually making change, if that makes sense. Like I know what we've done so much, but it hadn't kicked in until at that point when I was like, wow, we we're doing things. Yeah. That's incredible.
1: I also have many memories of fun and fun at my expense. You're allowed
2: to pick more than one.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> One of our members, Jay Lyon, our advocacy chair, he and I, in the the brutal cold of Michigan winter, went and served uh, at a Greater Lansing Food Bank mobile distribution site. And that doesn't sound particularly fun. At first, it wasn't. I think once our bodies went numb, we uh, started to actually enjoy uh, the work we were doing. The camaraderie that we have in moments like that uh, is what brings our group together and makes the work we do uh, not only more impactful, but more enjoyable. It it felt rewarding to know that there are efforts outside of Michigan State helping community members. Actually, uh, if anything, we're late to the party. Um, Oh, yeah.
2: And I feel like something very similar that just came to my mind is when we were first started back in 2021, we were partnering with this uh, organization in the Lansing community area called Prescription for Health. Um, And one of the things that they had us do is – go to the local grocery store and bag produce bags for uh, food insecure children and their families. And I would go very frequently to that and, like, just bag groceries. And it was the time of my life. I, like, I was bagging stuff, weighing stuff, just, like, chatting with everyone. And it was such, like, a community feeling just knowing that, like, we're just making conversation and doing good work. And honestly, I really loved it, too. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that project. You guys are so
0: passionate. I love that your favorite memories are the moments that you felt like you were making change. That's really beautiful.
2: Well, I mean, the fa- there's another favorite moment of just like every time we make fun of Spencer at meetings. That's also oh, pretty good. That's um, fun. <laughs> but so if you really want to see that spectacle, Wednesdays at six.
1: <laughs> I have fun with it too. Uh, beneath the tears.
2: Uh, <laughs> he likes it. <laughs>
1: we also have a, a rowdy time at the MSU Dairy Store post meetings. Oh, yeah. So.
2: Oh, yeah. One of our members tried to uh, we I gave was force fed
1: kombucha. Oh, basically. not a pleasant experience. You didn't like it. Uh, no, I didn't like it. I also wasn't force fed it, but <laughs> <laughs> for dramatic effect.
2: For dramatic effect. But yeah, we try to we try to engage our members. And that's sort of like camaraderie. You know, let's go to the dairy store after a meeting. Let's you know, meet up at someone's apartment and have a potluck. You know, we really try to humanize the experience, right? We're all college students at the end of the day, and we're fighting a very big mission, but at the same time, we want to make it as enjoyable for everyone as possible. What do you guys bring to the potluck?
1: Uh, Didi is potentially the best baker at Michigan State University. You know what? I'll go out on a limb, maybe say in Michigan State history. Whoa. (laughs) Uh, She brings her Indian cuisine, to sweets and uh we're often blessed by her talents, uh, thank you I opt for store goods, okay, like Meyer cookies.
0: everyone loves a good Meyer cookie
1: yes, i also I brought m and ms to a meeting last week, which were uh, more popular than I had expected, so that's true. We like to do icebreakers, so last week's was what was your favorite what is your favorite candy and a, a large contingent said peanut m and ms and that's how I knew we had a, a, a rock salad team going into this year. <laughs>
2: That's true. I was the only one that said three musketeers, which was a little sad, but, Uh-oh. you know. I you was gonna...
1: torn between Peanut M&Ms and 100 Grand.
2: So, if someone who's listening right now is passionate
0: about food security and wants to get involved, what are the steps in order to do so?
2: Okay. So, I would recommend um we have a couple different, you know, avenues of, you know, connecting with us, one being our website um which you can find through our Instagram which is at Spartan food security. And then, um, you know, we post a lot of information on our Instagram, on our website. We also try to keep an updated LinkedIn page just for like, like a lot of our business related sort of things. And we're happy to listen and we're happy to answer any questions that you might send your way.
1: If I were an interested student in Spartan food security council, I would theoretically check out our Instagram and come to a meeting because you never know. There might be chocolate there
0: there might be the cookies or the Indian cuisine mm. right. or the best baking in all of Michigan State history.
1: <laughs> That's what I heard through the grapevine, at least. Oh, okay. my gosh.
0: Okay. The listeners can be the judge of that.
1: <laughs> well, that means they have to uh, Show up to, have to ta- taste it for themselves. But, yeah, it's scary to try something new. Uh, I'll be the first to say that. But we encourage you to put yourself out there, and it's always our goal to welcome new people, right? I mean, we we say members, but our members are our friends yeah, and and our neighbors. So uh, we want people to feel welcomed and seen and heard and not to speak ill of other student organizations, but this is not a group that makes you pay your dues. We want you in the fold. We want you on the front lines. Uh, We're ready to plug you in right away.
0: Are there opportunities for leadership positions?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh yeah. That's our top strategic goal moving forward, is to raise up future leaders at Michigan State when it comes to hunger. We actually invite, specifically underclassmen, to come study under us. So much of our knowledge is empirical. It's been accrued through experience that I think can only be had as a student. Mm. Uh, We are the experts on this issue, unfortunately.
2: If at any point, you know, you have There are questions about food insecurity that pop up on campus. We're ready to listen, and we're ready to help address anything that might come up. And so at the end of the day, our mission still stands. We want to feed people, and we want to feed people well.
1: It has been Aditi and I's privilege to lead Spartan Food Security Council. We're so proud of what we've done, and we're so encouraged and optimistic about what we're yet to do. Uh, We can make Michigan State a better place, a place where students are supported in their education through, like Aditi said, simply feeding them well.
0: Absolutely. No one should have to choose between a textbook and a meal. Absolutely. Amen. And that's it for our show. Thank you to our station manager, Delaney Rogers, general manager, Jeremy Whiting, and program director, McKenna Lowndes. I'm Tessa Kresh. You've been listening to Exposure. This was this week's episode of Exposure. Keep in mind that the views and opinions discussed on Exposure are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff at Impact 89 FM. If you're interested in going back and listening to our archive of stories, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org. And of course, if you're interested in what's going on next week, you can tune back in and we'll see you back here. You've been listening to Exposure.